I think that when we're talking about like what's normal in the world of psychology, it's really difficult to define what normal is. There's like a lot of hurdles that come into what normal is. Like, I don't think like a lot of people think about like how you define normal. Like we just sort of accept that normal is a thing. And we don't think about like where this idea of normal is derived from. And so the reality is, is that you can't really research normal for mental processes the way that you can define and, and research normal for the functioning of a pancreas. And because there's a lot of there's a lot of challenges. So I will tell you that normal as defined in psychiatry is a person having a developmentally appropriate level, um, an effective functioning personality, an effective cognition, an affect that is satisfactory to both the person and the people in the social setting that they live in. So here's this, this definition. And basically what that all amounts to is that normal is what society says normal is. Sage turtles. Nobody is normal, truly. Everybody is different. Well, I agree that there's a variation, that there's a variance. But when you look at a bell curve and you talk about what normal is on a clinical level, there are variations within normal. Like having green eyes, having blue eyes, having brown eyes, those are all considered normal. Um, and it's because they're functioning, they're they're occurring in a natural way they lack observable abnormalities and deficiencies and your eyeballs function as they should regardless of this eye color so while there's this variation there are eye colors that are considered normal you know green brown blue and hazel those are grouped as normal eye colors but then when you see the eye colors that are related to disorders um, like the um, crystalline eyes that are you know that really like um, transparent eyes that you see with individuals that have um, albinism that is not considered a normal eye because that eye is considered to lack function and it has a deficiency within it so it's no longer normal this is this is kind of the clinical framework for how we talk about what's normal and what's not normal and it's much easier to do when we're talking about things that are physical like when we're talking about eyeballs it's really easy to define what is and isn't normal and thank you very much oh adusa i'm gonna go with adusa I'm not sure that I'm saying your name right, but we really appreciate the support. Thank you very much. So you can have lots of variation, like with eye color, and still be normal. So in, in concept, neurotypes can be the same way, that you can have lots of presentation and variation, and it still be considered natural, still be considered functional, still be considered healthy, and not having any deficiencies or struggles. So 
when we're looking at mental health, you run into more challenges in defining what's normal and what's not normal. And we tend to look at things in context of A, whether or not it's considered normal and acceptable within your society, but also whether or not it's causing problems. So when we look at things as normal, we have four Ds in psychology. When we were looking at diagnosing someone as having an abnormality or having something that is a mental disorder, we're looking at deviance. And this is this first thing is basically, is this person presenting with um, characteristics, personalities, behaviors, um, thought patterns, etc., that is different than what is socially expected to be presenting? So that's the first thing. Then the second thing is, does that person have any distress because of those differences? The second thing is, do they have any dysfunction or inability to, to perform well within society? Like meeting their needs. That's, that's what dis, dysfunction is about. Like, can you feed yourself? Can you dress yourself? Can you earn yourself money? Can you maintain your home? If you cannot do some of those things, then that means you have, that means that you have some sort of form of dysfunction. And then the last thing that we look at is danger. Does your difference present any danger to yourself or others? Are you at risk of harming anybody? So when we're diagnosing, you need to either have both distress and dysfunction, or you need to have danger, or you can have all three. So a lot of people get upset by this idea that society gets to define what normal is. And let me change to the duck hat. And I will say that when you look at it superficially, it sounds absolutely horrible that we would define psych psychological norms based on how society defines it. But I'm going to also tell you that it's not as bad as it might seem. Like there are some advantages to basing it off of what society defines as normal. And the first thing to keep in mind is that when we are looking at mental disorder, what we're really, really looking at is how well a person is functioning and feels within their society. Like, do you feel like you belong and fit into your society? And how well do you function as a person in your community? That's what mental health is really looking at. So when we look at that context, it makes sense that we are considering it in context of what society defines as normal. Because if society defines you as abnormal, you are going to, by default have struggles and challenges within that society. If you are considered normal and you're embraced, you are by default going to have less challenges. You're going to feel, you're going to be, it's more likely that you're going to feel wanted. It's more likely that you're going to feel supported. It's more likely that you're going to be integrated. It's more likely that the things within the community are going to be set up for your neurotype because you are expected 
you're the you're the type of person that this environment is expecting to arrive. So the environment is set up for you. So you do well in that environment. So when we think about normal in context of society defining it, it sounds awful, but what we're really looking at in mental health is does this person have an impairment in their ability to live within the community that they're in? Because that's what's going to determine whether or not your needs are met, whether or not you're having social distress, whether or not you're having dysfunction. So, I mean, and and a lot of this also comes from the reality that how do you research normal? Like everybody's going about their lives masking whatever traits are considered to be undesirable in society. So how do you observe people to see how often homicidality exists? Like people don't advertise this. People don't just say, yep, yep, I have thoughts about killing people. Like this is not advertised. Like we don't know how common it is because it's considered a socially undesirable trait. We don't really know how often people have a thought, whether or not they have any intention of like acting out on it isn't the point, but like, is it normal to have a thought of like, I could kill this person right now. Is that normal? We don't really know because people don't just offer that information. They mask that because it's considered socially undesirable. So they're not going to offer out that information. Well, I was thinking about killing somebody today. Like, we don't talk about the undesirable things. We mask them. So how do you go into society and observe for naturally occurring traits. And this is why things like autism and ADHD are frequently misdiagnosed or not diagnosed because you are out there masking, you know, like we're out there masking our symptoms. So when people are trying to observe for those symptoms, we're busy trying to hide our abnormalities, you know, abnormalities, our differences. I want to load people into a cannon and launch them into the sun daily. <laughs> Hi, Stacks. How are you? <laughs> I mean, so there's a lot of there's a lot of hurdles like to try and like you can you can try to define normal based on self-reporting. But like, are people being honest? There's no way to know. Like if you do a survey and say like. How often do you have this kind of thought? I mean, I can fill that out with whatever bullshit I feel like. Like, there's no way to know if there's any degree of honesty in the way that people fill it out. Because, again, people are um, very busy masking. So there's always that concern someone will know. Every day I meet people that I would very much like to smack. Yeah, Sage, I, I feel that. They're definitely... Um, I think personally that it's really normal to have aggressive urges. Like, I, I think that it's normal for people to be like, oh my God, and like want to like slap somebody because they're being an asshole or um, intrusive or whatever. Like, oh. I, I think that that's normal. I, I don't think it's normal to act on those thoughts, but see, smack versus the sun, <laughs> right, poop suitor? <laughs> <laughs> 
it's all about degree, right? Like, um, so yeah, I think that it's a real challenge to try to objectively define what normal is in the world of psychology, especially since how we choose to behave is so socially driven. Like, if you consider that we are programming our children to be functioning adults as we're raising them, we are teaching them as children what's socially acceptable. How then do you separate, as a psychologist who's trying to, to define what normal is, how do you separate out of this individual what is social training and what's their natural tendency? So there's really no way to know how much of what a person does is based on social training and social expectation and social preferences and how much of what we do is just because of our human nature and the way that our brains are built. There's no way to separate those because right from the time we are born, our parents get very busy in teaching us how to survive in our community because our communities are essential and they're an important and inherent part of how humans exist and survive and stay healthy and how we thrive. Like we have to be able to integrate with each other in order to survive on this planet. So it's an absolutely important skill set to be able to function within our community. So there's no way to separate the natural human from the trained human. Like all of us get get raised as like this is what's acceptable behavior versus like what our tendencies are.